It's the Water Boys. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hello, Kirk. How hey. are you doing? Listen. Yeah. I was away. Mm-hmm. And while I was away, I cheated on our mineral water. You mean you cheated on the brand? Mm-hmm. Well, we're not brand loyal. That's the whole point. But we love this most. I mean, this flavor of this brand is our number one. Yes. But we're not going to say what brand. No. But and you, that one, yeah, you tried a different brand. I tried to know. Oh, I can say the brand because who gives a shit on that? Uh, I When I was uh, with my uh, folks in Cleveland visiting for the holidays, mm-hmm. they only had... Oh, the legendary the French legendary. Uh, seltzer. So I was fucking around with some French shit. Yeah. Couldn't taste the difference. No. No. That's the whole point. Yeah. Couldn't. You could have told me, hey, this is uh, ours, our yeah. beverage, in a bottle. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Buy whatever you want. Buy whatever you want. Uh, capitalism is poison <laughs> and, and brand loyalty is nothing. Yes. Like, buy a different brand every week. That's what I say. There you go. Spread the capitalism around. Yeah. In fact, next time we record a mini episode... I'm going to have a different brand what? of lime seltzer just because if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> the only caveat is my brain. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I get this is just because at the supermarket supermarket across the street is the only brand they sell uh, of, like, Lucy's. <laughs> oh, you're getting Lucy mineral waters. That's yeah. the best thing Because you can buy the 12-pack. For yeah, like six or seven dollars or whatever it is now. Yeah, or you can just go to the refrigerator section where all the sodas are and grab a couple of Lucy's for like forty nine cents. I love that you're a Lucy's guy. That's awesome. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, sometimes I am. Yeah, you know, sometimes I load the fridge. Sometimes you go hard. Yeah, but uh, if it's like if it's recording day and I don't have any, I'm like, oh, I gotta go pick. You know, <laughs> pick I gotta go Lucy. grab candy and seltzer. <laughs> Just get a couple of Lucy's and uh, and then the and then the pack of candy at the register. I love it. Yeah. I love it. The yeah. Lucy's. That's great. Um, but that's my water report. I have a music thing. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I'm reading the book called "The Come Up: The Oral History of Hip Hop." Okay, real good. Real how good much? How much? How many years does that cover? Because that would be a big book. It is a big book. It goes from the early days. Till I'm not sure for it now. I'm like it goes all over the place, so it's not chronological. Yeah, it goes more like regions and styles and stuff like that. Great sure, book, blah yeah. blah blah. Don't want to talk about the book. I want to talk about <laughs> okay, Junior Mafia. Okay, yeah. All I know about Junior Mafia is Biggie and Lil Kim and his Lil Cease. Yes, Junior Mafia. Okay, yes. yeah, that's all I know. Here's what you need to know. Yeah, Mafia is a backronym. Oh. Yes, because it it is um, it does have the periods in it. Yes, they, they make it clear that. And I didn't it's realize Junior that. all caps mafia with the periods like mash. Yes, so you know it's an acronym. Yes, yeah. The backronym is this: mm-hmm. Masters at Finding Intelligent Attitudes. I feel like we've talked about that before. Uh, we might have. That's a that's a bad one. That's a bad one. And I read it again, and I was like, "What, guys?" And it's also just. I mean, it's 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 a real sweaty backronym, first of all. Yeah, and it's not the right vibe. It's not the right vibe. And then in the in the like you know the author has like little intros, and in that intro he gave the backronym. That's where I discovered. it. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I forgot that. 
And then they go to an oral history, and one of the guys in Junior Mafia is like, yeah, we named ourselves because we watched Mafia movies. And I'm like, right. well, then why do you need the backronym? Well, that's why it's a backronym. Because yes. you, you, they made it after the fact. Yes. Here's what makes me laugh, too. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's a world where they're like, no, 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 no. This this acronym is something we really believe in. It's what we're passionate about. Yeah. Then why are you junior? You're junior masters. You're only junior masters at finding right. intelligent attitudes. You're not the masters. You're not great at it. Right. You're junior masters. <laughs> well, be- again, because it's a backronym. And yeah. originally they were like, we're like the mafia, but we're not. We're not. We're just sort of copying the mafia. So we're juniors at it. Maybe as an Italian, I should be more insulted that yeah. they're doing this to an Italian world word. You should be. But at least it. they weren't like junior Cosa Nostra. Because <laughs> yeah. then imagine the, the sweatiness of that. <laughs> that would be, and it's so long. It's too too many, many letters. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm here to say that I have a backronym. About what? Me. Is it, oh, Kirk? I have an, a backronym for Kirk. Mm-hmm. It is now keeping it real kinetic. Okay. Not any worse than Mafia. Mm-hmm. Not any worse than Troop, Total Respect of Other People. Mm-hmm. That's my new backronym. Good for you. Yeah. You don't You don't have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's you like, just have it inside. I have you inside. know. Yeah. It's like mantras in Transcendental Meditation. Right. Yeah. It's my thing. I can't I can't explain what it means because right. I'm not allowed. Right. That's, so that's what it is. Yeah. But I'm giving that out now. Did you also buy it from someone who I was scamming you? Yes. I spent... Thousands of dollars to get this backronym. Yeah, don't the mantras in TM yes. cost like thousands? Yes, and they, and it turns out there's only like six of them. Yes, like, they they front like everyone gets their own very special one, but it's just like a list of six that yeah. they assign randomly. That's why it's mostly celebrities who do it because they can afford it, right? And right. then they and they all swear it changes their lives. Yeah, it changes yeah. my life. I can't tell you what it means. Though. <laughs> right. I can't. Yeah. Same with my backronym. I can't tell you what it means. Yeah. I can tell you the backronym. I can't. Tell just you. another scam for rich LA people. Yes. to fall prey to exactly. Um, but the but your your that your thing is much better, and uh, I hope that you use it literally as your mantra if you ever meditate. <laughs> just you're just like keeping, keeping it real kinetic, keeping it real kinetic, keeping it real kinetic. Namaste. Even though it means sort of the, the exact opposite. I <laughs> just come up all hyphy. Yeah, it's not. It's the exact opposite of transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. If your name were Kurt. Then you could just be like keeping it real tranquil. Oh, I got to, now I got to change my name. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of people call you Kurt in your life. Oh yeah, Kurt, Kevin, Kyle, <laughs> Craig. Paul doesn't stand for anything. Paul stands for yeah. freedom. No, I'm like Butch in Pulp Fiction. I'm an American, honey. I mean, our names don't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's true. So we briefly touched on. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you finished? That's all I, I got. Thought, yeah. In our in a in a in a recent episode, the, we I don't even remember the context in which we brought up the Black Crows, Atlanta, right? Uh, that was the episode, and you were like, "I'm not going to put." Oh, because the they're Crows. from Atlanta, and I yes. was like, "We're not going to talk." And about I them. said, "I like Remedy." I'm ready to talk about them now. Oh, okay. because when we had that brief conversation, when you were like, "I like Remedy," I was like, "I, could, I haven't listened to the Black Crows." Yeah, in a while. and I, by the way. I glazed over the fact when I said, oh, I used to like them. Like, I used to like them. I bought Shake Your Moneymaker on CD when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Like, I actively liked the Black Crows. Wow. But I hadn't heard them in years and years. And I was shitting on them like, ah, you know, I don't listen to them anymore. Yeah. It doesn't hold up. But I'm like, well, let me see. Maybe I'll have some nostalgia for this. So I went and listened. I forgot how many hits came off of Shake Your Moneymaker. That was a big one, yeah. Uh, It wasn't just hard to handle. Which there is was, a great Otis Redding song, but yeah. listen to the Otis Redding. Yes, yeah, listen to that one. It's better. Um, but I listened to a few, including Remedy. 
And for the most part, I underestimated how much I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, no, Remedy, not good. Remedy, is Remedy from the first album? No, it's from the second one. Okay. But I listened to that too, because that's the one you talked yeah, about. Yeah, I love it. Like, I didn't like yeah. the Black Crows. I was like, they're fine. I don't really care. I don't right. them. Yeah. And then Remedy, I was like, oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to listen to She Talks to Angels to know not to bother. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, that's their ballad. Yeah. Every rock band needs a ballad. Yeah. Uh, but then some of the other songs that I kind of forgot about, I'm like, ooh, in my memory, I like this. So let me see. Like, Jealous Again? No. Bad. I worse worse than Remedy. Just yuck. Yeah. Uh, but the one that actually I was like, no, okay, I still like this. Not hard to handle. Not Jealous Again. But uh, Twice as Hard. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's a pretty good song. Twice as Hard, I was like, no, this one works. I like it. It might even go on the playlist. Wow, that yeah. big. Yeah. So you take Twice as Hard over Remedy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. It's still like dumb 90s white guy blues rock throwback. Yeah. It's no one needs We're it. We're bluesmen. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're literally 20 years old. Yeah. Um, and you're dating Kate Hudson. Well, that was later. Oh, yeah. That was like good 10 or 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, dude, Shake Your Moneymaker came out in 1990. Uh, it's 20, 33 uh, years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really, but Chris, Chris Robinson was like 23 and Rich was like 20 or 21. Okay. I really thought you were going to come in with a little more like, they're actually pretty good. They kind of stayed where you thought. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, this is even worse than I was thinking. Because it's just, I don't know, you know, it's too clean and overproduced and it's... It is very overproduced. You know, white boy blues rock. And yeah. I'm kind of like, eh. Would you take Blues Traveler over them? I hate Blues Traveler. <laughs> no. No, I, absolutely I would, I would not. Either, I wouldn't yeah. either. I mean, I do still have a modicum of respect for the Black Crows. Because mm-hmm. they did do it well. Yeah. It's they were just, like an accomplished band. Clean. It's a little too radio friendly. Yeah. Um... You know, I want it to be, like, dirtier. Yeah. I want it to be skankier. I can hear that. Um, but I can, you know, I can see why, even for what it is, it was refreshing at that point, pre-grunge, yeah. but post-hair metal, where it's like, oh, this is, like, real rock music again. Wow. Like I that, didn't even realize at that. At that pivot point. Yes. I get why it hit, because it was like, oh, right, we forgot about real rock and Yes. Roll. And it wasn't, it was still retro, so it wasn't anything new, but it was like, hey, remember when rock and roll wasn't bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it just doesn't age well. I completely forgot that that it was in that in-between time of... Because it's 1990. Yeah, and and, and grunge hadn't come yet, so definitely, and yeah. And and no one else was really doing that retro thing at that point, except for maybe like Stevie Ray Vaughan, but that's a little more legit. Yeah, and he was doing it for decades. Right, it's it's for a little bit of an older audience, like... Kids were into the Black Crows because they were young guys. Exactly. So it had its place in that moment. And I get it. And it's valuable. But it just, it ages poorly because you kind of don't need it anymore. We've had, you, really, you don't. We've had bigger and better sea changes. Yeah. But at the point I can see, like, that was a nice reminder for people. Like, hey, remember, like, yeah. the Rolling Stones and shit like that? <laughs> it was like a refresher course. For yeah. 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 And, and, and like, a palate cleanser for... Like, hair metal was still big. Yeah, but it was kind of... You haven't even got Use Your Illusion yet. Oh, God, that's right. But God, it's but it is a little bit of, like, let's take let's stop for a minute. Yeah. Let's pause and remember. Don't forget about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I totally forgot about that time, peri- time period. So, respect to the Black Crows for doing that. 
Yes. For doing the like the blues rock thing when it wasn't cool mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, reviving it. Uh, I'll also say, I, you know, when I was looking them up, I was like, are they even still together? Because they're one of those bands where it was two brothers who yeah. were two of the guys in the band and they always were fighting. Yeah. Like any good classic rock band, the yeah. Kinks and all that. So I was like, they might not even be together. I'm, I, I think they've broken up a few yeah. times, but they are still together. And the only original members still in the band are the brothers. Oh, that makes sense. You know, I, I kind of half expected to be like, ah, they're still dragging their corpse around, but it's just Chris Robinson yes. and like a f- four other guys. Yeah, like like Third Eye Blind, just one guy. Yeah, but according to Wikipedia, which never lies, never lies. Chris and Rich are still both active members of the wow. Black Cross. Yeah. They must just do like tours of... Yeah, maybe. Because it, it doesn't mean they don't hate each other. No, I'm sure, but they know. Right? They, like Oasis dragged their corpse around for years yeah. when those two dudes weren't even talking to yeah. each other. They just like, this is our job. Yeah. We gotta do exactly. our job. Exactly. I mean, even the Stones are like that. Like, no. Mick and Keith don't hang out together no. anymore, but no. they still go on the road because it's... Because they don't have enough money. Right. And they have to go on the road. <laughs> Poor Rolling Stones. Mm. That's funny that they're still doing shit. That's great. But I just wanted to talk about that because even though I completely like wrote them off in the last episode, when I listened back to it, I was like, I'm kind of curious now. I really wish you'd turned on Remedy because I love that song. I mean, it's not the the thing about the Black Crows is they're not they're bad because they're not good or bad. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like at least things that are bad are interesting. But they're just okay. so middle of the road. It's like, this is it's kind of nothing. I get what you're saying. You know? yeah. yeah. So Remedy isn't offensive to me in any way. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's just it's really just there. cleanly produced yes. blues rock, yeah. you know, that you'd hear at like a bar, and, yeah. but you wouldn't hear it. Like it would be on. Yeah. If I heard Remedy at bar, I'd flip a table. You, you, you'd be psyched. Yeah. I'd be like, everybody, it's Remedy. Yeah, I'd be vaguely aware that a song was on, and I might <laughs> register that it's the Black Crows. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. So sometimes, like, it's just mediocre. It's okay. mediocre. And so, sometimes saying something is mediocre is more damning than saying it's bad. Oh, you know? 100%. 100%. <laughs> the Black Crows are, like, aggressively mediocre. <laughs> Top-notch mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. I can, that that, I can that expression, that. Lord grant me the confidence of a mediocre white man. Yes. Like that, the Black Crows are the musical manifestation of that concept. And we are the podcast of that concept. <laughs> yes. Well, we're me- white men, but we're not mediocre. We're, mediocre. we're, we're on another level. Or confident. Well, yeah. you have confidence. I don't know. Well, what. it's just energy. <laughs> just kinetic. Yeah. It's just keeping it real kinetic. Keeping it real kinetic. Yeah. So that was my, nice. uh, my little Black Crows side adventure. Like it. But let's get to the meat of the mini, and we have something new. Welcome 2023. New year, new us. Yep. (laughs) I hate hate that I said that. (laughs) I love it. I got a little Christmas gift from a friend, and it's a cool package. I don't know if you noticed the No, it looked like a cassette tape. The the, uh, graphic design of of the packaging... Makes it look like a cassette tape. And indeed, it is literally packaged in a cassette tape. Which is great. Cassette, uh, what do you call it, box. Not a jewel case. Jewel case. Yeah, but yeah. A cassette version of that. And it is a trivia game called 1990s Music Trivia Game. Mm -hmm. Very original title. Yes. Well thought. And um, 
you know, we always talk about our trivia quiz that we play, which is uh, the the music-themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. And I always mention that it was published in 1985, mm-hmm. so it's about music only from before 1985, yes. which makes it hard. Well, now that I have this new game, we're going to add a seventh question Goddamn right we are. to each round of our trivia quiz. Yep. And put the 90s into the mix. Yeah, I love this. Love it. Although it doesn't cover all music because it's still not going to have anything from the late 80s. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Like yeah. 80, 85 to 90 will not be Does covered. Does not exist on this. Otherwise, our trivia quiz covers the entire 20th century. Yeah. Oh, that's except for five, those five years. Five specific years. The second half of the 80s. That's just that, which was a huge Which is a major, uh, major time yeah. for music. Wow. But it won't be part of nope. our trivia quiz. Can't do it. So this trivia quiz, this is just a small little, yeah. it's a stocking stuffer gift. Yeah, it's great. There's only 40 cards of yeah. trivia questions and there's only one question per card. Yes. So if we use two per mini episode, this is not even going to last the entire year. Yeah. But we'll use them until we run out. We'll use them until we see how it plays out. For most of 2023, we will have a seven-question trivia music trivia quiz that includes the 90s. You're welcome. Starting with this episode. Starting right fucking now. So choose your... Uh, and we're at, a, we're at a tie right now. No. No, I won. You won last. So I have one, yes. So you I have, have a one-game... One-game streak. Quote-unquote streak. Yes. Um, but that means you'll be asking me first. Yes. And then I'll be asking you to defend your So way. you will pick first. And I choose... No, not that one. No, bad that, vibes that from that card. Bad juju. Here it is. This is the one. This is the one. That's <laughs> the one. That's the one. I love it. I love the confidence. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Cover notes. What did the young rascals become in 67? The rascals. Correct. Mom, what blues songstress appears in RCA Photophone's 1929 two-wheeler St. Louis Blues? <laughs> uh, 1927? 29. 29. Blues songstress appears in RCA's Photophone's 1929 Big two-wheeler. Mama Thornton. <laughs> Bessie Smith. That one. Ah, like, that's the one I wanted to remember, but I couldn't, you know. I would have never have gotten that. Yeah. Couldn't come up with it. 50s. Yeah. What comedy team's record-setting concert fee of $10,000 was broken by Elvis $25,056? Martin and Lewis. Correct. Got two right. 60s. What rock group does film director Jean-Luc Godard link to revolutionary politics in 1 plus 1? This is the 60s? Yes. Can you read the question again, please? What rock group does film director Jean-Luc Godard link to revolutionary politics in 1 plus 1? I'm going to say the Rolling Stones. (coughs) Correct. This is your car. That's three. You are already at par. Bessie Smith, that should have gotten it. After Beatles, Mm -hmm. who's Little Boy False in Search of in Michelle Legrand's Little Boy Lost? (laughs) What? Who is he in search of? Who's Little Boy False in Search of? In Michelle Legrand's Little Boy May I read the text, please? Thank you. Who's Little Boy False in search of? I don't know what any of those words mean. I don't know either. His mother. Little Boy True. I should have guessed that. 
Because it did really. Oh, because like, it did, said little boy false. I did bump against yeah. little boy false. Like, yeah. kind of going like, what is that? Yeah. Wow. All right. Last on the card mm-hmm. for Trivia Pursuit. Anything goes. Uh, and it's a multiple choice, I think. How long is Anton Wer- How long is Anton Waburn's five pieces for orchestra number 10? Is it 19 seconds, 19 minutes, or 119 minutes? <laughs> you read it one more time, please. How long is Anton Webern's W-E-B-E-R-N, mm-hmm. five pieces for orchestra number 10? Is it 19 seconds, 19 minutes, or 119 minutes? It's going to be either 19 seconds or 119 minutes. I'm going to say 19 seconds. You are correct. All right. That's four. Wow. What a great way to start, you fucker. Well, we're not done. Nope. Got one more. You got yeah. four. It could be five. Now, I did shuffle these, but just pick the one from the front so we can so This is from the front. Yeah. 1990s. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> this is weird to read, actually. Okay. No, not the question, just the, the newness of it. Right. Oh, and for the listener, these cards do give multiple choice for every question, mm-hmm. but we're not going to use them. So don't read me <clears throat> the choices, please. Okay. Who released Freestyler in 1999? Freestyler? Yeah. Maybe after you guess and you get it right or wrong, I'll give you the choices. That yeah, for, fu- for, yeah fun. for fun. As an expo mission. Yes, yeah, an expo mission. Who I definitely the- don't know. Yeah. LL Cool J. Bomb Funk MCs. I've never heard of them. Have you? No, never heard of them. Your other choices were Chumbawamba, Babylon Zoo, or Gloria Estefan. Uh, probably would have been a choice between Babylon Zoo and the Bomb Funk MCs, who I've never heard That's of. That's what I would have guessed, too. But I wouldn't have That's crazy. Them. Yeah. All right, four, okay. though. Four still pretty good. That's four a out good of seven. One. All right. Uh, it's time for you to defend. All right, I'm just going. I'm not. I'm doing. We've been going back and forth. We might have a, maybe. You know, I can't remember the last time we had like a real slug. Yeah, battle royale. There we go. What country is the tabloid New Musical Express published in? What country? Yes, England. Incorrect. Britain. Britain. Well, I'll give it to you. Thank you. I'll give it to you. Goddamn right you will. The NME. Uh, what notorious songstress originated the role of Julie in Showboat? Oh. Notorious songstress originated the role of Julie in Showboat. Hmm. Hmm. Say it one more time. What... What notorious songstress originated the role of Julie in Showboat? Dorothy Dandridge. Helen Morgan. Nope, don't know that. I didn't think you would. (laughs) 1950s. What kind of things meant a lot to Kitty Kalin or Callan in 1954? Can Can I read it, please? Yes. What kind of things meant a lot to Kitty Callan in 54? What kind of things? What kind of things? What kind of things? Pretty vague. Pretty vague. <laughs> what kind of things were important to Kitty Callan? Wait, read one more time. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of things meant a lot to Kitty Callan in 1954? What kind of things? 
kind of things? Her favorite things? That's what like popped into my head yeah. too, but you know, it's the little things. Oh, little oh, things. that's a guy. Yeah, okay. Boy, I only have one. 1960s. Who chose Do Waka Do as the title of a 1965 hit? Do. And, uh, Bob Dylan. No. I don't know. I talk about a lot, especially when we talk about country music. Roger Miller. I never have gotten that either. Yeah, I would have. Uh, after the Beatles, this is the 70s and early 80s, who did nine-year-old Lucy Martin mean when she asked her producer dad, George, quote, were they as great as the Bay City Rollers? Who did she mean when the she... The Beatles. Did... Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was a long way to go for Yeah, that. it was a long, long road for nothing. Anything goes. What's a semi-hemi-demi-semi-quaver? Uh, and you get multiple choice. I was going to say. I'll read it one more time and I'll give you the multiple okay. choice. What's a semi-hemi-demi-semi-quaver? A 32nd note, a 64th note, or a 128th note? And one more time. What's a semi-hemi-demi-semi-quaver? A 32nd note, a 64th note, or a 128th note? See, unlike me, you went for the middle of the road, it's, and you got it wrong. It's, it's going to be an extreme when they give you a multiple I'm, choice I'm, like I'm not even going to bother thinking about it's it. It's a 128th note. I'm not even going to bother thinking about it, because that's... <laughs> you hate that question. Yeah. Um, all right, but so you You've won. already lost, but I'll still give you for I the expo mission. mission. Just for the fun. Here's your 90s music trivia quiz question. Uh, and this is an easy one, even without the multiple choice. Okay. So you can put an extra number on your losing score. <laughs> what was the name of Coolio's 1995 hit? Are they going to say Gangster's Paradise? I'm going to say Gangster's Paradise. Is that 95? My, uh, my posse don't do homework. That was... Fantastic Voyage was 94? Or was that the same year? When was... When was Dangerous Minds? Dangerous Minds, also called My Posse Don't Do Homework. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Gangster's Paradise. Was that? I think you're being generous by wondering if My Posse's Don't Do Homework is a hit. <laughs> Well, no, that was the name of the movie before they changed it to Dangerous Minds. Oh, but... Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, it's not also a song? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Why am I overthinking this? When was Fantastic Voyage? I'm going to say Fantastic Voyage. Incorrect. Is it Gangster's Paradise? <laughs> yes. I couldn't, what, were the, what were the other dumbass choices? Here's the here's the funny thing too is uh, Fantastic Voyage is not one of the other options. Oh, okay. So that would have made it really easy on you. The other options are three songs I've never heard of because those are the only two I know. My Soul. Nope. It takes a thief. Nope. Or Too Hot. No, none of those songs from him. Yeah. Oh wow! I love this little edition though. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I love that I won. <laughs> I love that you love that you won. Yeah. So once again, just another one gamer. <laughs> yep. Back and forth. Yeah, we just keep punching. That's right. We're you're still on, and I'm. Uh, I've, got, I've got the prize here. We might not need it for a while. Nope. <laughs> still there though, taunting us. Yeah, but that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.